from the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone. Hi there. We're a little late this morning, for the internet was having a bad hair day. Unlike me, I always have a good hair day, but the internet... Um, was down for a few minutes, and so we're up and at them, and we're live. It is the 2nd of September, 2022. Pretty fun, huh? Who'd have thunk it? Fall has fell. Well, getting close. I guess we do the Labor Day thing a week from Monday, something like that. Adam Bergstrom will be here on Sunday, uh, Saturday, Monday. <laughs> Sunday, Saturday, Monday. He'll be here on Monday. On Fridays, we muse about life and love and fooling around and tripping the light fandango and uh, seeing what uh, things I can share with you going on in my life and in your life when you participate. And you can do so in two ways. 888-663-6386. The email, patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Uh, getting underway, as I said, just uh, about 30 minutes late, later than usual. Generally, it's 10 o'clock Central Time. So join us if you care to jump in and talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. What do you have for us? What's on your mind this morning that you would like to talk about? Really? That'd be good. We could do that. Talk about anything. Talk about anything. Oh, Labor Day is this Monday? Oh, I thought it was next Monday. This Monday? Oh, sure, I guess first Monday in September. Thanks, Lynn. I don't keep up with these things, you know. So it's a holiday weekend. Have some hot dogs and hamburgers and cold beer. We, uh, we dream, of course, when our body sleeps. My current theory, <laughs> I always have these theories, right? My current theory is that the only reason we have dreams is to clean up kind of, not kind of, but to clean up this little, these little karmic juxtapositions we do ongoing. It's not a bad thing. Karma's not a bad thing. It's just, it's just the way it is here on the earth plane, physical reality. 
my experience, whenever we um, react, whenever we react to someone or something, the matrix, Maya, we create a karmic input. Because, well, if you go back to the idea that we are all spiritual beings, which we are, right? We are all, thank you, we are all sparks of God. And so in our purest form is soul, it's so cool, I love this. In our purest form is soul, by the way, this is, these things are not something that I just read in a book and then repeat. I've had experience with this stuff, so just so you know, very blessed. So, so as soul in our purest form, which is kind of like what we're working on surrendering into, because that's who we are, because of God's grace wanting us to know our spirituality, who we are as soul, God created um, essentially karma so we could learn how to become more part of it. Because without karma, without, as of every tradition is taught, including the Bible, reaping, sowing and reaping, you sow the seeds and you reap, it's just a fact in physical reality the way it's set up. That when we create something, then we, we must balance it out or repeat, get the benefits from it, good, bad, or indifferent. There's just no way around it. It's just a physical law. And it's also the law of all the physical reality, physical astral, causal, mental, subconscious. Anything in the lower worlds where there's time, space, and there's not really, but everybody thinks there is. So as we, back to the dreams, as we, as we kind of get out of that balance, which we're always trying to stay in so we can be happier and have a nice, happier life and make our way out of here someday, not have to come back, hopefully, is we then balance these things out in the other realities, and these are called dreams. It's so interesting. So as we create these little, and it's not a judgment or bad or anything like that. It's just what we do because we're learning, right? So as we create these little things, oh, that guy's really weird. I don't like him. Whatever. Something like that. That has to be balanced out and that's called karma. So this also tires us out because that thought of, I don't like him. He's really weird. That thought, that action is in our body 
at the moment because it's just a hologram. So the more we do that kind of stuff, the more we get tired and have to sleep. So it's a perfect setup. So when we sleep, then we will have an experience with that person. We said, I don't like you, you're really weird. And just, most often we just generally spend, I don't know, there's no, time is different there, but we might just say, just talk to them, you know, for, for whatever time to balance that energy out. Does that make sense? So we call these dreams. It's really not a good word because we kind of think of the word dream as dreamy and unreal and mind just flowing, but it's not. So that's why we sleep. Which is why many spiritual masters who kind of figured out how to not create more of this stuff as you become more evolved and aware, don't have to sleep as much, or not at all, because there's no need to. Uh, it's, some, it's similar to, to uh, aging. If we don't create thoughts about we have to get old and you know all the stuff we talk about, then um, the body doesn't age, doesn't have to. Oh, I suspect the body just kind of ages a little bit just being here. You know, I don't know for sure. You know, just being, just being in physical reality. You know. But there are God-realized beings that have had their body five, six hundred years. There's some spiritual masters. So they've kind of got it down the hole. So they, you know, they don't age. Phone calls. We love phone calls. Good morning. Good morning. Hello? Well, that was good. Hello, hello. They're on, but triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. If you want to call, does that make sense? How that works? That's how it works. So, not only do we have nighttime dreams, but we have waking dreams. And essentially everything is a waking dream. Every experience that we have, we've created. That's why why we have them. Experiences just don't happen to us just because, you know, lucky or that word should be stricken from the dictionary. Luck has nothing to do with it. Coincidence has nothing to do with Well, I don't know. I mean, everything is interconnected. So things just don't happen just because, you know, just because. So I, I've had some cool waking dreams and I want to share with you and then maybe you could uh, help me because I don't quite have this one figured out. It's, uh, we're live here, 2nd of uh, September, 
you care to join us, email or call. My name is Patrick Timpone. This is OneRadioNetwork.com. So, oh, person maybe wants to try to call. Hello? Hello? Hello. Oh, there you are. Hi, this, <laughs> hi, this is Patrick. Hey, what's going on? Hey, it's Mark. Hey, Mark. Mark of Massachusetts. Uh, it is. <laughs> I, um, I had a bit of an experience. Uh, you reminded me of it with um, something I would consider more than just a dream. Um, it was, I met uh, an uncle of mine who uh, had passed away uh, about four years ago. And um, he uh, he was there, it, and it kind of felt like my grandparents' house, but it wasn't. But um, he was there, and he was he was making amends with my mother. Oh, and he had, they had always been at odds together. Hmm. And um, then uh, you know, I remember going off somewhere else, and I came back and they were kind of finishing up their conversation and it seemed like it ended well. And then I talked to him and I, you know, he had passed away when he was, when he was 65 Mm -hmm. and, um, he hadn't even, he hadn't even had a chance to retire. And I talked to him and he said, uh, I asked him, so are you retired now? He's like, yep, yep. I'm retired. I'm doing good. Uh, he's like, I got that, uh, that hot rod out in the driveway. You know, he always loved hot rods. And I mean, he's telling me how it's an electric hot rod and, you know, it goes zero to 60 and, you know, whatever. And <laughs> telling me all about it. And, you know, he was enjoying retirement. It was, uh, it was an amazing experience having that. That's great. And how long is he, when he, since he's translated? How long since? Since, yeah. Um, about four years. Yeah, four years. Well, you know, oftentimes, then, uh, you know, people rest up, you know, after after they leave, before they go mm-hmm. into their next adventure. Yeah. Um, some Something else happened after that. Like, you know, we were just kind of, you know, he's telling me about the hot rod. And then, like, I, I remember looking out the window and there was like a, like a parking lot across the street. And there's like a department store over there and I could see like four, I could see these something, some people or something like walking in line into the, into this department store. And, you know, I didn't think anything of it. I turned back to talk to him. Then all of a sudden he start he looks out the window and he's, and he shouts seven. And I look out and there's, seven black horses walking in unison right behind these people wow. and then se- and then seven children following the horses wow and i'm like whoa you know what is the meaning of this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then i ended up then i ended up looking up uh just seven horses or something like that right. on 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 google and i find this like seven horses of a ranch or something. Oh no, it's like seven horses ranch or something. Seven spiritual horses or something like that. Oh. And it's these rescued horses that are on like sacred Native American land, oh. and like you know, and the horses in the picture looked exactly like the dream. <laughs> wow! So are you going to get some and horses? I'm, 
Well, my uh, my family has always kept horses. It's <laughs> oh. great. Good job, Mark. But, you know, it's really, really terrific, wonderful that you uh, remember that much detail. It's very good job. It was yeah. it was the most vivid dream I've haven't had in a long time. That's why I don't even consider it a dream. It's like well, it, know, a dream's <laughs> just a word, you know. It's just a spiritual yeah, know. experience, you know. It's great. Yeah, that's terrific. Yeah, good for you. Yep, and yeah, I'm I'm still like I'm, that one's never going to leave me. Like there's some some dreams you have you just never forget. You know? Yeah, yeah, some experience. That's cool. Seven horses. That's pretty interesting. So there's a place where called Seven Horses where they. I mean, yeah, I forgot exactly what it's called, but it's something like like Seven Sacred Horses or something like that. Hmm. And they're on sacred Native American land out in I don't even know where. Somewhere out west. Of people, do people um, adopt them? No. I th- I think they were rescue. I think they were rescues. Wow. From whatever. I don't, I don't know. I'm writing that down. That could be a clue for me. I um don't want to take away from what you just said, but are you kind of complete with what you're saying? I have something. You yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you can. Yeah, um, uh, my golden retriever, Bria, has told me she's going to come back as a white pony in the dream state. Hmm. She's going to reincarnate as a white pony. Maybe that's a clue from me, since you told me to look at seven sacred horses place, maybe she's there. Yeah, (laughs) you never know. Never know. Yeah, that's how waking dreams work, you know. So if we look upon you and I having this experience, right? Mm-hmm. This this is a waking dream. So if I would have, for example, had a dream of you and I talking and you told me seven horses, I would think that's significant, right? Right? Right. For me, because you told me. Mm-hmm. So... Why would I not think it's significant telling me in this physical reality? This is what we're talking about this morning, waking dreams. It's beautiful Mm. that you brought that up. So it's the idea that everything that comes into our experience now when we are awake is just as meaningful as when we are sleeping. It just seems more wee-woo because we, it's a dream, but this is a dream here, right? We know that. Mm. This is just like the dream state, only it's, we have physical bodies rather than astral bodies, like you probably had in that dream. Right. Yeah, I occasionally when I'm, like uh, getting ready for bed and stuff and relaxing, I can, like I don't even really fall asleep, but I just, I close my eyes and I get like these flashes of a dream, Mm -hmm. like in a matter of like a half a second. And it's like the strangest thing what what comes, you know, that I see like, you know, just one time it was uh, like an Asian looking woman in a restaurant I was at a high top table and it was like there was a bar behind her 
And it was like, I blink my eyes, I see it, and she's laying down a tray of food, and then I blink, and I'm right back in my bed and yeah. talking to my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're always traveling around like that. It's great. Well, stay with it. You know, write these things down and um, keep looking and, you know, discover all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, one more thing. Little uh little shout-out to... Uh, Adam again. I mean, with my, uh, I wrote in about uh, a problem I was having with my shoulder, and uh, his his suggestion was to to fix the shoulder pain to stretch the hips. And like, lo and behold, I'm over there doing a like practicing a split yesterday, and like my shoulder was popping as I was doing a split. Wow! And it felt so good. <laughs> Yeah, he knows about this that kind of stuff, boy. He does. Yep. So, wanted to voice my appreciation for that. All right. He'll be on Monday. Yep. Hopefully I get a chance to listen. Long weekend here. I'm going to be uh, out and about. And um, I took today off from work. Got Monday off, so I'm going to take the kids out. We're going to do a little camping. Oh, that's great. Always fun to sleep yep. on Mother Earth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Thank you, have buddy. yourself a good uh, great holiday. And yeah. Yeah, we'll talk to you. Thanks for sharing that. That's great. Good stuff. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, you, you too can visit your, your mom, your dad, brothers, sisters, grandmas who have left this reality. It's pretty much just a desire thing. Talk to them like they're right here next to you in physical reality and really start connecting with them on the inner planes and you'd be surprised what what will come about. You'd be surprised because everything's possible. Everything's possible. Do we have some uh, colostrum on sale? Oh no, that sale's over. A lot of you, a lot of you ponied up for the, got in line and got some, uh, this a thrival sale, pine pollen. Hope you had a chance to listen to Martin Armstrong, pretty interesting fellow. He takes a pretty broad view of things and he believes uh, that things are going to get a little rough and tumble in 2023. You know, as far as the economy. And, you know, I don't think you have to be Nostradamus to to, to know that, to see that. Of course, he has Socrates, his AI computer, that predicts a lot of stuff. And it's, yeah, it's a good chance things are going to get even messier financially than they are today. And when I say that, I'm just talking about um, inflation, which means rising prices. Um, that's coupled with the, you know, the whole supply chain thing, which is cattywampus upside down. Um, and we believe these things are all, for what it's worth, you know, they've all been forced, they've all been planned, because there are forces that want to 
kind of just kick our ass, if I can use that term, excuse my French, you know, just just because it's our karma, and we can cry if, I want to, if we want to. So things are getting rough uh, and out there as far as um, huge uh, credit card debt is being built up, more debt. Um, the government is borrowing more money uh, with the student loan thing and um, sending billions to um, um, Ukraine and just generally a trillion or so dollars in debt. A trillion, can you imagine? That's a thousand billion dollars in debt uh, over, you know, in the red each year. I mean, these people have no, they have, they have no reality of, of how they, they don't care. They're just going to continue to borrow. Most of the money is created, or half the money is created from the Federal Reserve, which causes prices to rise. They're just going to continue to do that until they leave office, and then they don't care. Uh, because they're just, you know, whatever. So, along the short of it is, we believe that gold and silver are going to go up pretty nicely in the years to come. Gold and silver right now is really getting hammered by the shorts, meaning the the powers that think they are, you know, those guys, yeah, those guys. The powers that think they are, they, they do everything that they can to keep the price of gold and silver down, called the spot price. And they do that because when gold and silver starts to go up a lot, people kind of talk about it and uh, they get spooked because that's when things are really going to get rough because the dollar is beginning to fall. Right now, the dollar is incredibly strong. It's one of the strongest currencies ever. I think the dollar index is about 105, 106, or I don't know what. It's just, I can look at it real here. It's huge. The dollar is stronger now than 109. 109 on the dollar index, which is why the euro is almost at, at parity with the dollar. So if you want to go to Europe, boy, now's the time to go. The euro at one point was what, a buck sixty? Now it's like a dollar or dollar five or something. So these people don't change their prices that drastically in relation to the dollar because everybody uses the euro. But you, who have dollars and are going to go into a, a restaurant and pay so many euros for dinner, you can buy those euros for whatever, 0.5, I don't know what the percentage is. Like 50% less, or 25, whatever. So it's a good time. If you want to go to Europe, man, go. Now's the time to do it. Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, yeah uh, Fred Dashevsky is a, <laughs> the real uh, world of money guy. On the first uh, Wednesday, he'll be here on Wednesday. His number is 800-878-2646. So if you would like to hedge against what we know is going to happen, the dollar will fall um, a lot in the next couple of years, probably sooner, and gold will go up when the dollar falls, and uh, you're going to have a nice investment to have some gold and silver um, that uh, 
you may never cash in and just give to your kids. Because who knows what gold will be five years from now, ten years from now. His number is 878-2646. Tell him we sent you. He's got some specials. Ask him about those. That's the U.S. Coin Capital, 800-878-2646. At the end of the night, the only place I want to go is back into my bedroom. And the supplement I take with me is Sir Thrival's Taboo Aphrodisia. It's an erotic herbal elixir made with several different aphrodisiac herbs and two key nutraceuticals. It's finished off with cacao, maple syrup, and a little vanilla bean for a super sexy flavor. And what it's designed to do is increase blood flow for both men and women. Come to bed, baby. Don't worry, we're married. <laughs> I wasn't married. I wasn't worried. That's funny. That's <clears throat> a great product. And it's just one of the, the many products from uh, Sir Thrival. Just one of the many products. He's got pine pollen, elk velvet antler, and, um, and um, colostrum, shaga, rishi. That's true. Colostrum. All kinds of good things. So any Sir Thrival like will get you there on OneRadioNetwork.com. Sorry, I'm looking for something. and Where is it? Where is it? Oh, here it is. Here it is. We, um, if you're new here, we have one of the all-time best sulfur products that you're going to find anywhere. It's a pure, 100% sulfur. Almost all the sulfurs have these... Um, um, Edgevunks and Tagalongs. Uh, what's the What's the most popular one? Is um, mm, well, uh, it's not my consciousness at the moment, but it's there, and it uh, it just doesn't allow the sulfur to work as well. Somebody just ordered nine pounds this morning. You can get more than two pounds by emailing me if you want more than four pounds. But uh, here's uh, Patrick Flanagan on sulfur. Doctor Patrick Flanagan has been regarded as one of the most important scientists in the last 50 years. We talked to him about sulfur. There's a product called organic sulfur. And organic sulfur uh, was put into trade in 1865 as organic sulfur. Some people call it MSM or methyl sulfonylmethane, but most of the MSM in health food stores uh, have been contaminated with a kind of silica that prevents its absorption by the body. But anyway, what happens is that if you take a, a, a tablespoon of MSM and uh, of the organic sulfur in hot water in the morning and a tablespoon in the afternoon, uh, it, ca- it sulfates 192 different compounds, uh, heavy metals from the periodic table, and, and once it sulfates them, I'm talking about radioactive elements and other things, once it sulfates them, uh, these uh, sulfates cannot stay in, in the uh, human body for more than 12 hours. And what Dr. Flanagan just mentioned is one of the key reasons why our sulfur is different from most out there, Amazon, no matter where you go, because it's pure. 
Click and order front page one radio network.com. Would you like a discount? Just email me four pounds or more. A discount, Patrick at one radio network.com. Otherwise, two pound orders, United States, Canada, worldwide, three prices. Click and order one radio network.com. That's right, one radio network.com. Isn't that cool? All that, that great information about sulfur and why it's really good. Uh, silica, it's silicon dioxide. That's one of the things that's in almost all the MSMs on Amazon and all these places. So don't get those. It inhibits the absorption. Uh, that's why people keep buying ours. Um, and Frank is in Goshen, New York. I don't know if you're listening, Frank. If you are, he said, My name is Frank and I'm a new customer and trying to set up a new account on your website but not able to. Also tried to create a new account in checkout, but wasn't able to in order for me to purchase something. I will need assistance setting up a new account. I was interested in buying your sulfur. My brother gifted me a bag of your product, and I love it, but your description on your website, the organic sulfur crystals, didn't make sense. It says the dimensions are one by one by one. So can you send me the product description? I don't know what you mean by that. I will, I will answer Frank in email. You don't need an account. Frank or anybody, you just go on our website, click on the sulfur ad, and order what you want. They come in two pounds for sulfur, our pure sulfur, 80 bucks for two pounds, and then uh, a little higher price for Canada, and then international, we ship them all over the world. I'll look at that one by one by one. I don't know what he means by that. <laughs> Somebody gifted him some of our sulfur, and he liked it. He said, I love it. Go on. So that's the story on our sulfur. That's the story, morning glory. That's the story, morning glory. That's the story. From the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. We are live here this morning. It is uh, 2nd of September, uh, 2022. And if you care to join the show, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com and 888-663-6386. Let's see, this email just came in. Uh, Phil, in the past you've had many great guests that that share of vegetables and fruits. Oh, they being beneficial and now so many of your guests are talking about how they are not good for us. Why would we not want to enjoy the great variety of foods that are available to us? doesn't resonate with me at all, in my opinion. It's not what we eat. It's how we eat. Eating is a state of stress or guilt. Eating in a state of stress or guilt is the issue. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, when we are in stress... Uh, God kind of figured it out that we can't even digest our food. And uh, most people are in stress all the time, Phil. And um, it's one of the reasons why there's so many uh, gut issues. Uh, I think antacids and acid reflux are kind of the number one over-the-counter thing. So Frank, there's no doubt that when we are not happy, stressed, 
and really not, just not chilled out that the, any food is just not going to be very good for us. Just not going to be very good for us. So you don't want to eat. Um, animals don't eat when they're stressed. I my girl Doodle, Golden Doodle, lying right here. I can almost touch her. She likes to be close to me. Like Karen Carpenter close to you. I'm going to play that song. Oh. And, um, two or three, maybe two days a week or three days, she just doesn't eat at all. Uh, I don't think she's stressed. We live out here in the country. But she just knows that she just doesn't need any food right now. Just doesn't need any food right now. She knows that. And she just doesn't eat. So I put it in the fridge, put it in a big glass jar. It's raw meat. It's what she eats. Um, with some egg maybe and some extra fat. Animal fat. There you go. So we should do the same thing. And to Frank, to your part point, over the last three or four months, we've come to learn there's a lot of things about vegetables that we have never been told. That many vegetables, most of them, all of them really, have different chemicals in there. So, people and animals won't eat them, mainly animals. They create these chemicals. There's all kinds of in there. Oxalates are the main ones. And we've done shows on that. And vegetables are very difficult to, to digest unless you really cook them, which is why raw veganism, and you can do that for a while, but my opinion is not going to last. And fruits are not really fruits anymore, Frank. Fruits are just mm, hybridized. You know, apples used to be like little crab apples, and you would only eat them in season, not year-round, like when you go to Whole Foods. These big apples are just kind of pumped up, and they're a lot of sugar. And um, um, we believe, after looking at this for many, many years, coming to the conclusion that all the sugar and fruit is not that all that good for you. It'll raise your blood sugar and raise insulin, and it's not good. So I had some berries, organic blueberries with a little cream last night just for fun. So I'm eating a little bit of fruit, but that's about all. Every now and then I have some zucchini squash. And, but mostly just I'm just doing meat and all that. I'm not saying you should do that. Just doing meat and fat. And um, But I feel better today than I've probably felt my whole life. And I've been around for a while. So this is just my experience. I only know now to talk about things that I believe could be beneficial to you. I'm not saying you should do that or that you eat vegetables, you're bad, or you're not going to... I don't say any of that. You do what you want. If what we do here is interesting to you, then good. Hang around. 
you know, I just, I just keep going with what I intuitively believe is accurate to the best of my knowledge and being totally open to anything. You know, we change, we grow, we change, we move, um, which is exciting. I think we're called upon to to always be flexible, always to know that everything is subject to change, and to realize that virtually everything that we have been told and just believe we believe because we just believe it. No real evidence otherwise. And we've all spent a lot of time here on the earth plane eating this or that and saying, well, I feel fine. You know, I'm good. I feel great. And maybe, just maybe, we don't really know how good we can feel, how much energy we have, but we're never going to find out unless we experiment. So we, we present interviews, and people, wow, is that possible that these vegetables could have oxalates that are not good for me? Science says it is. You can look at a real science, not Fauci science. It's there. You know, you could either just say, nah, that's crazy, vegetables are great. That's one way to do it. Or say, well, that's interesting, maybe I'll experiment and not do them for a while and see if I feel different. See if I have more energy. See if I get to easier to do what my dream is. See if I'm happier. There are a lot of, a lot of possibilities. Or maybe nothing. Maybe you don't do vegetables for three months and if you're worse, I'd go back and eat them. But I'm here to help you in any way I can to have a happier, healthier, longer life. Because that's, that's what I do. I don't know what else to talk about. There's not any real, real hard... There is, I don't know. Um, oh, I don't, you know. When you start talking about science and studies and there's so much silliness going on. Most of the, like the, the um, what was that one, the China study. That was this book that came out that was really saying how great vegetarianism and how they lean, they live longer and all that. And these studies are all just... Um, were done with um, surveys. They weren't double-blind, placebo-controlled studies and really looking at people's data and all that and monitored what they ate. There's some of those. And there was recently a huge study, uh, I don't have it in front of me, from a pretty fancy medical cardiologist cardiologist 
organization, big study, 7,000 people, and they proved after really a good study where they really are, people are monitored on what they're eating, that, uh, that meat and fat and cholesterol had no connection with heart, heart attacks and heart disease. And we know that. We've always known that. We've known it for 20 years, ever since the cholesterol thing came out. But, you know, keep in mind that 95% of the doctors don't agree with what I just said. They think cholesterol is bad. They've been told that it's bad. And they go to school for 10 years. And trust me when I say after 10 years of schooling, telling you that the germs are bad and that cholesterol is bad, you're probably not going to ever change. Some do. But it's so programmed in. It's tough. It's like a religion. And people don't generally change religions even if they're not getting the full benefit of a spiritual path. Because they, just like the health, they don't know what's possible in the other realities like Mark met with his his uncle and his mom in another reality. You know, if, you're, if your spiritual path or religion doesn't talk about this and just talks about sin and you're going to go to hell or heaven, you know, they may not be right. We're all here to to understand what the truth is and it takes a lot of um, openness to do that and letting go of all these things we believe to be true. We catch a cold. We catch the flu. And we now know that's just not true. There's no evidence that we catch anything. So I want to tell you about my uh, uh, little waking dreams and see maybe you can help me figure out. I'm not sure what it does, what this means. So about um, two weeks ago on Saturday, my refrigerator just quit, just like. Poof. I need some more water. Jabbering, jabbering, talking. Try you out. This we put our hydrogen water in this, put the lid on, and then put a big tablespoon of sulfur and some lime. Pretty good stuff. So, two weeks ago, my fridge that I've had about 11 years, thought it was a pretty good fridge, um, just Nothing, right? <laughs> Nothing. So I was interesting. So I, I just got a cooler and I have some uh, a freezer downstairs and got some ice at the store and just put what I needed. We did fine. You know, it wasn't a big deal. Not It wasn't very uh, uncomfortable. I mean, because pretty much I'm just eating meat and butter 
and eggs and cream and goat's milk and stuff like that. So it's pretty easy to get by. I thought it was great that the refrigerator waited till I really changed my diet three months ago before it broke and I needed all this other stuff. All the vegetables or salad dressing or whatever, right? To keep cold. Interesting, right? So, so then, you know, I start working on finding people to come and see if they could fix it. Somebody, real nice fellow, came out, and he said, "Nah, this is this is a dead dead soldier. This is not happening, and the the compressor is out, and um, you know." And, so I'm talking to him, so how much does it cost to to fix it? He said, well, it'd be about 1300 1300 I think I paid like 1500 10 years ago for the fridge. So that didn't seem like a reasonable idea. So I got this hit at that moment. I just love the way spirit works. Call my friend Jennifer. She'll know about it. She, she'll, I can, let me talk her through this. This gal's great. She, she really understands, I don't know, she knows about cars, she knows about refrigerator, she knows about stuff like that. She's really into learning about this stuff and how it works. And she knows people. It's just fascinating woman. And, um, but I got this hit to call her. Because, you know, when these kind of things happen, it's good to have somebody like that that you can just kind of bounce ideas off. So I called her, I tell her about it. Well, what's that? I mean, I shouldn't, I said, I should probably get a new one, right? Because not get it fixed. She's very practical. Um, plus, girls know what they're doing much more than we do. And then she started telling me about that she got a, a really nice whirlpool at Home Depot. And she knew this woman that I should go see. at Home Depot. And this was the cherry on the top. And she said, ask him about, see if you can get 24 months with no, no, um, no interest. So, so I followed the, the reason I'm telling you this is because this is how spirit works. I followed the hit to call her. And then when I called her, I got a lot of good information. And the fellow who said the the compressor, the repair guy, he said he he said whirlpools are really good ones, better than the brand you have. Oh, I keep needing more water. What's up? Hold on. So I go see this lady, and, and, and there, it was great because there's no way I had $2,000 just sitting around to buy a new fridge, which is what they cost. You know the new ones, like 
the good ones? A couple grand. I don't have that kind of money just sitting there. We just kind of go, you know, sales and car commissions and we make it. But, you know, I'm not rich and famous. I'm not either. But I just, I'm great. I have everything that I need. I'm fine. We always, we always have what we need here. Anyway, I didn't have to. So, um, so I go see this gal and she was just great. She was a real old, old timer and been working for Home Depot forever. And we found a really cool one. I think it was like $1,900, but really beautiful. Just kind of what I wanted, the way the freezer and all that. And I asked her about the, the 24-month thing. She said, oh yeah, I think I can get that for you. So she pulls a few strings just to make sure I got it. So we got it. So, so that's my little refrigerator story. They came and put that in mm, Monday, I think. So they, they, they were going to put it in and they gave me a schedule Monday morning, 9 to noon. But I'm on the air 9 to noon Monday morning. So when they called and, um, and told me that when they wanted to do it, I said, well, could we do it later in the afternoon? Because 9 to noon, that's not going to I mean, happen. Could you imagine them coming here at 9 and doodle barks and I got to go down there and it'd be a mess, right? Not good. So she said, no, I don't, we can't do that. It's a third party and they're out of San Antonio. It's pretty much 9 to noon. That's the deal. She was nice, but you know, again, it's a third party that's doing it. She had nothing to do with it. They turned it over to that. So I said, okay, it'll be fine. And at that moment, I just knew it was going to be okay. I didn't think about it. I just let it go. I didn't know how it was going to work. They knock on the door at 10 o'clock. I, didn't. I just let it go. And I literally let it go. Not another thought about it. Which is the way I do things. And we can talk about that and and how spirit works. We don't try to fix things. When we try to fix things, then they get messed up. So if you want and want to understand more about that, call me and we can talk about it. So anyway, I just let it go. And then I'm here in the studio Monday morning. Uh, I think we were due to have Flat Earth Dave on. It was 8.30 just kind of prepping for the show and going through emails and, you know, ding, ding, ding. She calls this same lady. She goes, Patrick, um, I'm so sorry. We're going to have to delay your delivery until one o'clock because um, they had a problem with the truck. I'm really sorry. I said, that's fine. And I just smiled. So these are little miracles that happen all the time that Spirit is always trying to make our life better. So then about two weeks ago, or maybe, I don't know how long ago, or maybe 10 days ago, a week ago, my air conditioner in the house just quit. Fairly new, six months or a year ago. Just quit. 
Um, he hasn't come out yet. We still have all the windows open. But Doodle and I, we, and, and Bria, we, we lived in this home for 20 years without air conditioning. It's a straw bale house, and even though it's 100 degrees outside, it's not a big deal. You just wore shorts and, you know, T-shirt. So I said, well, that's interesting. You know what that's about? Cold again, right? And then the other day, as it was, it was like really, um, um, hundred degrees outside, hundred five or one couple days. The air conditioner on my car. Thank you. The air conditioner on my car um, just wasn't really getting cool and doodles in the car. So I've got three things going on with something that's supposed to cool me and cool my food and cool my car is not working. So what do you think that means? I'm thinking that maybe maybe I'm getting too hot somehow. And then I had an experience on Facebook, which may tie into that. Don't you love this? I, this kind of stuff is so cool. Because as we understand why things happen, and they don't just happen, that we've created them, then we can learn lessons on how not to create them again. And that's what it's about. You know what I mean? Lessons, not punishment, which is the different difference between karma and sin. Sin is where you were bad and you're going to get punished. Karma is, you know, this is going to happen now that you did that. So just pay attention. It's not going to be terrible. You can deal with it. And then see what the lesson is so it will teach you not to do that again. Okay, right? So, there's something to this cooling thing. I'm kind of working on that. And it may be tied in with this. And this was a pretty good one. Very good one. You know, we have a Facebook page. Uh, and uh, I kind of stir up stuff there just because just it's kind of fun. And we put a lot of... Um, the earth is not a spinning ball going around the sun stuff. And that really brings them up. You know what I mean? It just really, yeah, it really pushes a lot of buttons because everybody believes we are spinning on a ball. Most everybody. You probably do. It's okay if you do. And um, I know it's not, but so it really pushes a lot of button, buttons and then people would get on there and, say, you know, and they would, they would bring out the little fire in me. Maybe that's the heat you know, saying, oh, you're crazy. What are you, what are you, you're Looney Tunes? Are you losing it? Flat Earth? Not spinning? Come on. I mean, it's such a big one that most people don't want to go there. They can't go there. Not want to. They can't. They cannot. They will someday, but not right now. 
So anyway, I, every now and then I was getting kind of feisty back with these people. And I didn't really feel good about that because everybody's doing the best they can. I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. I could be absolutely, totally wrong. I don't think I am. But they have a right to, you know. And the day I really start, three or four days ago, they really start getting that, that I shouldn't be feisty with these people or, you know. You know what I mean by feisty, right? Getting snarky with them. Because it's not good. We're all souls. We're all connected. And I really start to feel and get that um, whenever we criticize someone or fight with them or debate them in a way that's not respectful, use your own terms, that it comes back on us because we are all connected. I mean, this is not New Age silliness. This is the way it is. We just are. We're all connected. So whenever we criticize somebody or hate somebody or dislike them or say they're stupid, we are hurting ourselves. And I was feeling it this day when I was really getting feisty and I go, whoa, whoa. You know, and I've been kind of doing this for years. Not a lot, but I would have my moments like we all do, thinking we're right and you need to, you got to, I know what I'm talking. So I did a contemplation that night in the sauna and talked to, as I do often, my spiritual teacher that's right with me every moment, and I really talked it through, contemplate. And I really got that it's not cool to do that. And from that moment on, I just have no desire to argue with somebody on Facebook or on the show or and that's huge it's a big deal I've been doing this you know for years so I'm going to prove my health and longevity this way by not punching myself in the face by you know metaphorically punching someone else so I tell you these kind of things because you can really make your life better easier happier by not getting all angry at somebody I don't care politician anybody it's just not wise it's so oh oh you're Okay, Doodle. What hmm. if dogs chase rabbits and squirrels in their dreams? They dream. They leave their bodies just like we do. Youth, this is interesting. Animals are souls too, right? 